0: Visit roberthalf.com today.
1: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Pick 6 Podcast, CBS Sports Daily NFL Podcast. I'm Will Brinson. I'm your host. It's Monday, August 31st, and this is one of two podcasts we are recording on the morning of Monday for the day of Monday. We're actually recording a podcast for the actual same day that it's happening, what a world we live in. That's because the Jacksonville Jaguars made two moves over the last 48 hours or so that requires to do an emergency podcast. That's right. It's an emergency Jaguars podcast in the wake of a Yannick Ngakwe trade and a Leonard net release. Joining us to talk Jacksonville Jaguars, the man who's going through the car wash right now at cbssports.com on Jacksonville because he knows the team better than anybody else. Maybe... Maybe more than anybody else outside of the the franchise, the one, the only, Pete Prisco. What's up, Pete?
2: What's up, guys? Will, gang. Yeah, people can't see Debo. Yeah, but he, Debo's included. Debo's included, though. He's part of it. Pete, you don't. I know, feel even bad it. that you leave. I feel bad that you leave him out all the time.
0: Pete, you don't, I don't want to he, even I, see what I'm wearing today. That's why I don't I, have the video on.
2: Yeah, well, you probably have one of your uh, ugly ass shirts on it again. <laughs> You should you should actually have, uh, like, a, a thing, Princeton, where you guys print up T-shirts. Is Debo wearing another ugly-ass shirt again?
1: Uh, I like that idea. Or, we'll, like, or we do, like, a T-shirt that looks like one of Debo's shirts.
2: Yeah, ugly-ass t-shirt. ugly-ass t-shirt. Just put that right on the front of it.
1: Yeah, I like it. Ugly-ass T-shirt. Uh, okay, let's dive into this. So the Jaguars released Leonard Fournette. How surprised were you, Pete, on a scale of 1 to 10 that they actually cut him? Uh, going into the fourth year of his of his deal, his, his rookie deal, in this fourth year, in this fully guaranteed, like fifth year option, I mean, is this or no? This is the fourth year of the the contract they get out of the fifth year option now, right? Right.
2: Yeah. He look. I'm not surprised that they released him. I thought they would release him earlier, but they didn't know what they had. And when they went to camp, and basically nobody knew what they had. Anybody team knew what they had when they went to camp because they didn't have any offseason work. When they went to camp. In their offense that they're going to run under Jay Gruden, they're going to be a different style, and mm-hmm. the, nobody's going to get 20, 25 carries. So they looked at it, and they said, "Hey, why would we keep him when he's a volume back, and we can get out of underneath that co- out of that contract?" So um, it made sense. They like a kid from Illinois State named James Robinson.
1: Mm-hmm. Keep an eye on him. Take a listen.
2: Yeah, keep an eye on him. He's he's a guy they really like. They uh, people have compared him to Devin Singletary that I've talked to. And, you know, they like their other young backs. Rock Armstead is trimmed down a little, but he's quicker, um, from what I hear. Uh, they also have Chris Thompson, who keeps the ball out of backfield, and uh, Zingbo. So they have backs. And, and, again, this is a league where you don't need a, a guy who can carry it 25 times. I'm going to give Ford that credit because I thought he, he bounced back last year and had a good season. He caught the ball. But a lot of that was volume because they were behind and he was catching passes and everything else. He still takes – In in certain offenses, and certain styles, he takes too long to get to the line of scrimmage. He doesn't make people miss. Um, So I I, I have no problem with releasing him because, like somebody said to me up there, they won 11 games the last two years with that group.
1: Right. The teams are terrible. I mean, they had 2,000. So you can't talk about Leonard Fournette without talking about 2017. They drafted him fourth overall in the 2017. Terrible. You killed it at the time. You killed it, you killed McCaffrey, even though and you said you I like the player with McCaffrey. For net, they wanted, and, and I tweeted this out on, on Monday morning. You had reported on uh, this podcast called the Roughing the Passer Podcast. Never heard of it, but sounds cool. Um, you had uh, was I hosting or was that just you and Brady then? I don't know.
2: That was when it was good. It was me, Brady, and Pat Kerwin.
1: You said on there the Jaguars and Tom Coughlin loved Deshaun Watson, they really do. They love Deshaun Watson. So they passed on the opportunity to take Deshaun Watson fourth overall, and instead took Leonard Fournette. Now in 2017, they obviously went to the AFC Championship game, and so they were rewarded over the short term because they had a good running game and a great defense. But long term, it was a disastrous franchise-altering decision because they had to cut Blake Bortles a year later. They, you know, they 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 got stuck with Fournette, and they passed on a uh, a franchise quarterback in Deshaun Watson.
2: Well, the problem was is they they well first off, Coffin liked Watson. But he also loved Fournette. And that was – he. his theory at the time was, okay, we have Bortles, so why not draft the running back to help make Bortles a better player? And in the short term, it helped. Sure. But you don't ever draft a running back that high when you have quarterbacks like Watson and Mahomes on the board. I don't care who, who you are and who you have because clearly Bortles was not the guy. So it was a bad decision. They'll admit that now. That was a terrible decision. You don't draft a running back there. He had some good moments for them. But again, like even that one year when they went to the postseason, you take away a 90-yard a run through a hole that I think I could have got 40 on <laughs> against Pittsburgh, and his numbers weren't nearly as good. He was a he's – a, he's a serviceable back. That's what he is. He's not anything more than that. So I, I understand it was a bad decision oh, and, and to draft
1: you know, him. The, well, but the – I mean, sort of the irony is to a degree is that they should have realized that when the Cowboys took Zeke Elliott in the first round and they were gifted Jalen Ramsey the year prior. Like you should have that's when you have to realize like when somebody takes a running back in the top five, you are getting great value at another position as a result of it. The Jaguars benefited from it and now and then they came back a year later and then did the exact same thing when, you know, like I mean they, they basically helped gift other teams the opportunity to get Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes.
2: Let me, let me give you some background on Tom Coughlin and his running back lust, okay? Mm. In 1996, lust. they had the second overall, was it second? I think the second, yeah, the second overall pick. And they were dead set on taking Lawrence Phillips. He compared him to Jim Brown. That's how much he loved him. Wow! But at the 11th hour, they found out some late, information from nebraska they went to nebraska and did found out even more
1: he's a bad dude
2: it was a bad dude and they went and they backed away from it but he was taking him at second overall in 96 they ended up taking kevin hardy that year correct now they already had Natron means so and they had drafted james stewart so think about that he was that's how much he loves running back and i'll give you another one fred taylor's rookie year Ninety eight. Go to that draft.
1: OK, Let's see. Yep, I'm here.
2: They had nine and twenty five. They had nine and twenty five in that draft, right?
1: They the nine, did. That is correct. OK,
2: he was on the phone. With the Chicago Bears when they were on the clock
1: at fifth overall,
2: trying to trade nine and twenty five to the Bears to get to Curtis. go to get Enos. Fred Taylor. No, to get Curtis Enos. Oh my God. He loved Curtis You see the pattern there? The physical back, Lawrence Phillips, Curtis Leonard Fournette. That's Tom loved that style of back. And that might have worked in the 70s and 80s and 90s, early 90s, but it wasn't working anymore. And so that's why when he drafted Fournette. But in hindsight, he ended up with Fred Taylor and Donovan Darius, two guys that ended up being really good players. And Taylor is arguably a Hall of Famer. So I just think when you look at it, Tom had to get his big back, and that's why he went out and he drafted Fournette.
1: Well, and you it shouldn't be surprising to anybody that like has followed Tom Coughlin at all for any stretch of period that he would want to have a big bruising back and a great defense and doesn't care necessarily that his quarterback is a leader or not. I mean, even you know, like and we're, we're not getting into the Eli Manning discussion, but come on, you know, he won
2: just, a Super Bowl with Eli. And then, for, and then But he sure. and, and he also I mean two Super Bowls. He also had Tiki Barber there, and it took Tiki Coughlin didn't love Tiki initially, remember? Kiki fumbled and it used to drive him crazy. And then yeah. he ended up they that relationship kind of got a little bit better. Not great ever. And, and they won't won Super Bowls. But no, he likes he likes the big back. He, and it's just not that big back game anymore. It just isn't
1: uh, the, uh, the, the the projections from Sportsline and Stephen O have Jacksonville with Fournette. They're projected to win 4.5 games without Fournette 4.4 4 games. Their uh, division percentage win percentage changes. Not at all. And their playoff percentage goes from two point eight percent to two point six percent. Yes,
2: he has no influence on that team whatsoever. None. Yeah. Now, so I, I look, mean, I'm okay with it. Now, where does he wind up? Uh, that's a good question. Somebody mentioned Kansas City. Hey, by, uh, by the way, uh, you don't think they would have traded him if they could have got something for him?
1: Yeah, they would have taken a seventh round pick for Fournette at this point,
2: just because you nobody, get, the, get rid
1: of the money. Nobody, nobody wanted
2: did. him, right? Nobody wanted him for that contract. They could. What, what, about, what about New England? What? Yeah, that, but you know they have the they have the kid Harris they picked, so they like him
1: and Sony Michelle. I am just thinking, like they they clearly want to run the ball. Why not bring in bodies? Like if Fournette if Fournette was motivated, Fournette and Cam Newton would be in that sort of offense that they appear to want to run. Would at least be intriguing.
2: Yeah, I look. He'll end up somewhere. What about well, Tampa has they love Ronald Jones now supposedly, but yeah,
1: but they need they don't they need have any money there. either.
2: They don't have any Miami, money. He's
1: Miami can make Miami's sense?
2: building to something though. They don't need that. They okay. and they have uh you know young back. Uh, no, I, Miami's not Kansas City might make some sense but and he cuz he cut the ball out of the backfield pretty well last year. But a lot of that again was volume stuff late in games when they were behind.
1: Uh what about the Washington football team?
2: But you got to remember no. I don't I don't think about that quarterback. Fournette had his issues let's let's be honest about it there was sure. he wasn't well liked at times but he had his issues off the field as well and and had issues on the field remember when he sat with his helmet on and the, the whole next to the bench and on uh, late in the game i just no i i i think he's matured a great deal but there's probably some theory, you know teammates never really took to him okay the culture uh, was terrible that culture was terrible with that 17 team it was awful
1: and you've got it. You wrote a whole story. It's a great story about how like the Jaguars got sort of peaked and then, like, just the fall of the Jaguars. Basically, I And mean, it's crazy. that It feels like, and I know this is sort of pandemic, like, pandemic brain talking, but like, it feels like forty years ago that the Jaguars in the AFC Championship game.
2: Yeah, and and when you're built that way, you're going to crumble. It's an act. It that was the season was an accident. And I like always the- say that the aberration seasons, the teams that have the ball bounce their way, run the football, play good defense, have that. Chance to get to the Super Bowl because it happened as an accident, and then it goes away. And and I see who, your, your buddy Evan Silva sent out the tweet about um, s- they had seven pro bowlers on that defense, and none of them are there anymore. Yeah. But really, when you look at it, look at it, because we're, we're going to get into the Ngakwe trade. Yeah. When you look at it, Ngakwe no longer there. Uh, Campbell, Calais Campbell no longer there. Timmy Malik Smith. Jackson, Jackson Telvin Smith. Jackson. No, no, Telvin Smith. A.J. Boye, Jalen Ramsey. Okay, let's go through one by one and see, Wait, and
1: see. Let's do it after the break.
0: Okay, let's do it after the break.
1: All right, after the break, people go through these one by one. and We'll talk about the Yannick Gakwe trade.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, so let's go through them one by
1: one. You mentioned the, the defensive players, the seven Alpert. By the way, Evan Silva, who you referenced on Friday's show talking fantasy, he did predict that Fournette would be cut. So that's uh, that's that's that. It's a good call. Yeah, it's a good call. Uh, what, what do you when you are you are you basically saying like, all right, like Ramsey was good, but you know, what are you going to do? I mean, like, what's your what's the justification? They did
2: not point? want to they did not want to trade Jalen Ramsey. No, they were dead set against it. In fact, the owner, from what I hear, said, nope, not unless somebody wows you. The Rams wailed them, sure. Two ones and a four? That's a wild trade. So they sent him packing. Plus, he was a pain, pain in the butt in that organization. I right. mean, he, he moaned and groaned. He he's part of the reason why the 17 team went in the wrong direction. Sure. So they got rid of him. They, they had Boy- a
1: lot of young talent. And they had, like, Calais Campbell's a veteran, but he, you know, he'd he been signing for free but Really, ages. when
2: you look at it, I'm going to go through this, okay? okay. Boye was signed as a free agent, and they thought his play regressed. So they didn't bring him back. And he and Jalen, by the way, never got along. They were this corner tandem and they didn't get along at all. There was always a bit of a, a, a problem between the two of them, from what I was told. Then Calais Campbell, they would love to have kept him, but he, again, he's got up in the years. He's the, he might have been their best free agent signing ever. And that's saying something because they had some good ones in Keenan yeah. McCardell and Natron Means. So, and Leon Searcy. So you look at that and, he's the one guy that they wouldn't mind keeping, but they just thought the way the team was going in the direction that it was time to cut, you know, he wanted more money. He wanted money. They would have given him a pay cut and he would have stayed, but he's an older guy. Malik Jackson didn't play last year. Remember? After they let him go, he got hurt again. I hope I like Malik, but again, how old is he? He's on the slope side of his career. Yep. Telvin Smith retired. And by the way, he was an awful guy in the locker room. He was one of the problems from what I was told. He, had, he was the guy who dragged him down. And then he, had, then he got arrested, remember? As soon as he got released, he's, he, they arrested him. He's facing charges now. Yep. So that's not a law. I always thought he was too little. Anyways, teams ran at him. He made some splash plays, but he would get blown up in the run game. He was too little. And then, uh, and then that brings us to Ngakwe. They wanted to keep Ngakwe. They offered
1: him- look, look, you've been reporting since he got he since he since he made a stink about this that the Jaguars wanted to get two first, one first. I mean, no, I, I'm not no let's,
2: no, let's start let's start from last year. Okay. Last summer he held out, remember? He wanted, or he was slow to come in. He was in a hold holdout, but he wanted a contract, and they offered him almost 19 million a year, and he turned it down.
1: Hmm.
2: Now once he turned that down, the relationship between Coughlin, because he can be a grudge holder, and, and Gakway went rotten. He's Coughlin started saying he doesn't play the run that well. He's too little. We're going to pay him $19 million to rush the passer, da 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 and that's where the relationship went crappy. Well, once it went crappy, and Gakway went out and played, and if you look at his sack numbers, they've gone down a little bit. I, I love the game. I predicted him to be defensive player of the year two years ago, and it didn't work out that way. But I, he loves the game. He plays hard, and he's a good practice guy. But – it got into his head and it started to become a money issue. There's no question about that. So they tag him. He's not happy with that. He fires his agent who, you know how these things work. An agent will be told by the team, hey, you know, maybe we can work out a deal, but let's go out there and see what's out there. Well, the, the agent got nothing. The team got nothing. There were no offers for him. Lock him for keeps killing him because... They didn't get they could have got something better in April May before the draft. No, they couldn't. They had no offer. The Raiders had two ones and they didn't want to make a deal. They couldn't so they get a even, one
1: They one. wouldn't even give up one one for a No, game.
2: they okay. couldn't get a one. There was no offer for a one. And so they go into the summer, he fires his agent, he's still moaning and groaning. And he had the tag. He hasn't come close to making $18 million in his career. I think in his career he's made Almost five. That's it. That's a lot of money to be turning right, down. And,
1: and let's be clear, too. And as part of the trade to Minnesota, he took a huge pay cut.
2: Which is the, dumb, the dumbest thing I've ever I,
1: I don't He took a five-plus million-dollar pay cut, and he's heading to a state where there's an income income tax. So yeah, now it, he doesn't have an income. It's now about 500
2: grand more. So.
1: At least, yeah. I don't understand why he, would, why he wouldn't just play out. Play um, out. Play yeah. the 18
2: million. Go to Jacksonville. Okay, well, it got to that point. They come to camp. They dra- had already drafted Chase on, the rookie out of LSU, who they love, yeah. and so they look at it and they said, "Hey, if we have Ngakwe here, what happens if Chase on, and Josh Allen are on the field and he's not? He's going to be moaning and groaning about. It. He's going to become a problem because he's playing for his mo- a big contract. Yep. So they look at it from that standpoint. So they came back to it. The best offer they had for Ngakwe, was the one they got, mm-hmm. is the one they took. They had nothing. And that goes to trade and and pay. Nobody wanted to trade the picks to pay them. Right. And if you look at the look what okay, Clowney was traded to Seattle in the same type of situation. What did Seattle what did Houston get back for Clowney? Third round pick. And Houston paid eight million dollars. Sure. So think about it from that standpoint. And that didn't work out for the Seattle Seahawks.
1: The ones, the deals that you had, the the deals that you have to make for these pass rushers are like the D Ford or Frank Clark, where you trade, where you trade him early in like free agency, you know what I mean? And like when teams are like, when teams are looking to pay and to spend on a on a on a pass rusher, and they're willing to give up more because they, they know that they can't get somebody out in the open market.
2: What did what did What did the what, did the, um, what did they get for D Ford? Uh, go
1: they, back. Two second, they got a first for Frank Clark. The Seahawks did. And then the 49ers gave up a second, I think, because the, the presumption was that they wouldn't be as good.
2: But like Tunsil <clears throat> got a big haul back, but he had two years left on his deal.
1: Right. and Ramsey got a big haul back, but he had years left on his contract. When you're a franchise right. tag, unhappy pass rusher, it's you're just not going to get... And I, I, was, I wasn't discrediting your reporting. I was saying... No,
2: of four was, because he said they did they could have gotten more in the, if they had traded him before. They were trying to. They didn't yeah, get they, anything. They were,
1: they were never getting a first-round pick for Yannick Ngakwe.
2: No. And no, it was like they a were not. very
1: late first round pick, right?
2: They weren't getting any they they would have taken the one. And, and here's the other thing though, will is the owner quite frankly didn't want to trade him at first because the bad look of the organization it looks terrible, but malcontent, but you know what? They got to the point where they said do we really want to keep the disgruntled players around that are dragging these young players? Because they're a young team. Why would you yeah. allow them to drag the young team back into the abyss where it was? They're getting out of the abyss. I hear that wow. this team loves to practice. Well, they, I'm talking about from the, the, um, you know, the locker room mess. They're getting, these guys yeah. love to the practice. They love to the play. I heard a story about Minshew the other day, the right tackle Jawan Taylor jumped off sides and he jumped them. This is a second year quarterback jumping the right tackle that didn't happen under any of these portals. Didn't do it. Nick Foles is out there. Wouldn't do it. These guys didn't do it. He has, he has that now, whether he's any good is a question that needs to be answered, but um at least the culture is different. If you go, so you
1: saying he's got the fire 60, in the belly.
2: That's what I hear. I, I don't know if he's any good, but he's got fire in the belly. There are well, a lot of I people mean, out there. that think he's good. So he might, he, I, I like Minshew. I mean, we'll, he's, he's going to put up monster numbers this year because I don't think their defense is going to be very good.
1: Right. Their defense is going to stink because it's young and they traded everybody away.
2: I mean, the they might start seven rookies.
1: That's a, that's a terrible defense. The problem. Oh, with not the on Jagu- defense, defense.
2: Not on defense. Just on the oh, on, overall. On the team.
1: Gotcha. Yeah, that's that's a problem. The, the, the problem with the Jaguars in the look is that like. So, I mean, their first round picks over the since Dave Caldwell arrived are uh, let's see. Luke Jokel, Luke Jokel, which who, was
2: that draft was atrocious.
1: I won't blame anybody for the 2013 draft. Yeah, that, that draft, draft was
2: awful. one of the worst of all time. Eric Fisher went first overall. It's a terrible draft.
1: Yeah. And and he played four years and was he uh, stunk. He stunk. And then he and then he left and signed with the Seahawks portals in 2014.
2: OK, you missed on a the quarterback. I, uh, they doubled down on the extension. That was the real. That class. was a bad mistake.
1: Uh, Dante Fowler in 2015, they traded him. That was a bad pick.
2: But again, again, you're going back to a guy who didn't didn't go take part in his rehab and was always late okay. for meetings and didn't care. And I think he's grown up, which is why he's a better player now.
1: Yep. Uh, Jalen Ramsey in 2016, it was a great pick. It didn't work out. They did get a good return for him. I won't fault him for that. But I do think it is a bad look when you can't lock down superstar players are you taking the top five, and, and again,
2: Coughlin had a lot to do with the the that relationship going bad. Sure. from what I was told. If if Rams, but if they, if the Rams aren't good and they finished fourth in division, that's going to be a steal for that pick.
1: That that, that is player. true. That's fair. Uh, and then they got C.J. Henderson to replace him. So who knows? Yeah. Uh, Leonard Fournette in 2017, terrible pick.
2: After. Terrible.
1: Even Brian, uh, 29th who's, overall, who's going to
2: start? Well, they could have taken Lamar Jackson there, but. But he's going to start Bob this Hoffman year. Tom Hoffman wasn't taking Lamar Jackson. No, he's going to start there this okay. year, though.
1: Oh, man, I even think about David which was right before Lamar Jackson. Uh, and then Josh Allen
2: and... Who's going to EJ be a, a star.
1: And Caleb on Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. too early to tell on those three guys,
2: but... No, they, look, a, like, they look like they're going to be good players. Though. Yeah, sure.
1: I mean, yeah, like, I think that they... Yeah,
2: like I mean... You, you kill them for their first-round picks. You also got to give credit. Everybody's killing them for trading then Gakway. Well, he drafted him in the third round.
1: Sure. Yeah. Hey, look, he's done a good job. I mean, he found Miles Jack in the second round. Yeah, I don't. Uh,
2: that's a, that's the one that perplexes me a little bit with that team is paying Miles Jack all, all that money. Yeah, right. um, but I was, he was miscast when he got there. They stuck him at strong side linebacker. Then they stuck him in the middle. Now he's playing the position he should have been playing all along weak side linebacker. But Telvin Smith was there, so they couldn't play them both together. So now he's playing there with Schobert in the middle. I think he'll be much better in this defense.
1: Well, let's hope so. Uh, Either way, the defense probably won't be very good, and it will not have Yannick. Young.
2: They're going to be young.
1: Again, run it back. I'll tell you that,
2: though. Hamilton, the rookie from Ohio State, supposedly killing it at defensive tackle. They're going to love him. Henderson, it will start at one corner one of those young safeties could push Ronnie Harrison to the bench. Hmm. Uh, The kid from Daniel Thomas from, uh, from Auburn, they could have, I'm telling you, they could have seven rookies starting. If you go, if you count the Chenault, Colin Johnson and Chenault, both could start. Think about that. A receiver. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, Johnson's been killing it. And so Chenault, by the way,
1: how many games do the, I mean, I love Chenault. I love, I couldn't, I mean, I would have taken him with a first round pick. I just, just you know walking. I know a lot
2: of people that up there and they, he's been compared to Bolden and Andre Johnson. He's so like
1: strong. I mean, if he's healthy, he's a monster.
2: And Colin Johnson, somebody joked that uh, he better stop catching making plays. They're going to call him Calvin Johnson.
1: Jeez, man, Jaguars hype trade. So I would nine wins, ten wins. What do you think? No,
2: thinking? they. <laughs> I think they're. Uh, I wouldn't. I'd watch out if I were the Colts on opening day, though. Ooh, I
1: think the Colts. I think that line is interesting. Um, what, what do you think? Over under four and a half wins for the Jaguars.
2: I think they'll get to 5. So okay. i take the over. They're bad team,
1: bad team Frisky but young.
2: They'll be in games. I think they're going to stay in games. They're going to stay in games. A lot of games because I they think keep- they'll, they'll they'll be they'll they'll score points. They're going to score points.
1: I agree. I think Jay Gruden will put up Jay Gruden and Doug Marin, well, I mean Doug Marin. Uh, Jay Gruden and Gardner Mitchell will score.
2: Yeah, and, and the offensive line's going to play better. Think about Cam Robinson. He's been one of the guys that was dragged into the abyss and was hurt and now he's healthy and he's in a contract year. He's going to play well. Okay. He's in the best shape. It's, it's the classic case of I'm in the best shape of my life. <laughs> I'm healthy again. I'm in my contract year. If, if I go out and play great left tackle or good left tackle, he's going to get a monster extension from somebody.
1: Good, so, $18 million, yeah.
2: The right tackle, Taylor, is going to be a star. Um, I hear that Norwell and Linda are in better shape or better at having a good camp. And and so they'll be good on the They'll be okay on the, the offensive line. is not going to be a problem because the problem was always, here's one of their problems with Fournette, even if he was there.
1: You have to fit the offense around Fournette.
2: Well, you don't have. You also don't have a, a tight end who can really block. They had problems with the edges. And so it took him a week and a day to get going. Come on, if there was a hole there, it was great. Would I call him the magic man? He took that title <laughs> away from Toby Gerhardt. He could, turn, he could turn a two-yard run into a six-yard run, but he could turn a 75-yard run into a five-yard run. Yeah. That, that's the magic man.
1: All right. Uh, let's get out of here. You got to go do more of the car wash. You got to do CBS. Car wash, yeah. You'll be doing uh, picks during like, the seasons here. I keep not it next uh, week. I know. Does it feel like it to you?
2: Are we going to do pick? We're doing picks on Thursday normally. Right. But picks on Friday show, car, but we Who... don't include, we don't include the Thursday night game.
1: That's right. We'll record. I'll on give Thursday. you an early
2: pick. I'll give you an early pick for the Thursday night game. Okay. Lay the points. <laughs> oh God. Take the over.
1: <laughs> I, I agree on the over.
2: I, I'm, not, I'm, in, I'm in the minority on the other side with the Texans. I think they got issues.
1: I think the Texans would be bad, but I think they keep it within 10.
2: I don't want. I've had it, I buddy. There's it. our there's our first disagreement. <laughs> I won't bet on it
1: personally. I'll tell you that much.
2: <laughs> Take yeah, the man. ten. Take the I ten. Ain't
1: paying, I ain't paying Andy Reid off the buy when, <laughs> when he won a Super Bowl. He's got a season, an all season to prepare. It was
2: his team's team? Look, remember that game would have been a blowout. They started slowly in the in the playoffs. They would have blew, they blew him out anyways. It would have been. They, even have, worse.
1: they covered the ten points after being down twenty four nothing. they covered the ten points at halftime. Yeah, it's crazy. No. Uh, all right. Out. At Prisco CBS on Twitter, watch him on CBS Sports HQ. Thanks, buddy. Talk to you soon. Yeah.
3: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better